Egemotham Vineyard, I th think, is a quintessentially Australian vineyard. You've got slopes of 45 degrees. Um, you've got these old rocks, um, mudstone, siltstone, contoured vineyards that are now 50 years old, planted in 1971. And then you kind of take into maybe what your old perceptions of Australian wine, of concentration of flavour, but tie in that with that high elevation, you're getting this really fine, refined version of all of that. And all those things kind of put you into the spectrum of really great wine. But in a word, it's dramatic. It's a really dramatic vineyard and it's a vineyard like no other in the McLaren Vale region. I'm Andrew Kayard, and this podcast is part one of a conversation with winemaker of Higginbotham Clarendon Vineyard in the historic Clarendon subregion of McLaren Vale. Higginbotham Clarendon Vineyard has a really interesting story. Half a century old, this beautiful site is now realizing its full potential under the ownership of Californian wine family, the Jackson family together with their vineyard manager, Michael Lane, Australian winemaker, Peter Fraser, and Napa Valley winemaker, Chris Carpenter. Uh, the Clarendon region is one of the highest elevation sub-districts of McLaren Vale. It's um, really unique in the fact that there's not many vineyards there and there isn't a lot of water availability. So the vineyards that are there are very special and um, have a lot of history in the area, but I think have a lot of uniqueness. Um, it has the oldest geology of the region, 600 million year old um, rocks. Um, it um, is probably the latest ripening, coolest part of McLaren Vale and is just only um, a couple of kilometres a mile from the Adelaide Hills boundary. So, Clarendon sits very close um, to the Adelaide Hills, so as much as it has an influence of the, the Mediterranean climate of McLaren Vale, it also gets a lot of cold air coming down um, from the higher parts of the Adelaide Hills, giving you a, quite a, a large diurnal shift, giving you colder nights, which really lengthens the, the ripening period. Um, lengthening the ripening period gives you um, that ability to ripen the tannins, the concentration of flavour, and without kind of losing, I suppose, the brightness and the freshness of the, the fruit flavours that you're developing during the ripening process. Aside from their Californian wineries and vineyards, the Jackson family have invested in classic vineyards around the world, including France, Italy and South America. When Barbara Bankey visited South Australia, she fell in love with the Angara and McLaren Vale. And then she saw the potential of higher elevated vineyard sites. Winemaker Peter Fraser continues with the story. Barbara Bankey had been a proprietor of Jackson family, was... Um, very much um, at that time and, and probably even more so now, um, really enamoured by the quality of the wines from the higher elevations of McLaren Vale. And she tasked me to, to look for other vineyards that um, were, might be available to purchase. And the Higginbotham family um, were deciding to 
to um, sell their, their vineyard that their father, Alan Hickamotham, had planted um, back in the 70s. And um, when I came across it, I was like, this is exactly what Barbara and the family would want. Um, it's such a unique place. It's got incredible history to the wines that it's gone into. And just was screaming for somebody to be able to make um, a, a wine, you know, from it. And um, so it, it was such a easy kind of um, thing for, for everybody within the family, myself, to say this is the perfect kind of vineyard for us to, to grow into. The complexity of the vineyard is, is um, really high. There's so many little blocks, you know, some of the blocks are less than a hectare, half a hectare, um, and every, lots of uh, elevations and, and aspects within the estate. And when we first got it, there was a, a few undesirable varieties that, that we didn't think were very suited, but the Cabernet and the Shiraz really, really shone um, and I think the, the old contoured vines through from the, what we call the 200 blocks um, through to the 300 blocks, all seem to give a slightly different character depending on their, their aspect and their elevation on, on the estate. I think one of the really exciting parts of the Hickamotham Vineyard was that they'd been delivering a very high quality to various different wine brands. And we kind of take our philosophy of the, the detail of, of canopy management, um, the health of the vines, you know, getting um, some, some sustainable practices that we've been really experienced at. And to take all those little 1% that we did in the vineyard to hopefully keep elevating this estate um, to a whole new level. So we've applied all our organic and biodynamic farming principles to the vineyard. And um, as of 2020, uh, we're actually kind of putting our hand on our heart now and saying we're ready to, to certify this vineyard and, and we'll start working over the next 12 months to be kind of working on accreditation. So, and for us, it's more about philosophically it's about the health of the soil, not so much about the accreditation, but the integrity of that accreditation um, goes a long way when your people are drinking your wine on the other side of the world. So um, we actually going about all those practices and making sure somebody gives them a tick in the box and um, because sometimes some of that biological farming, there's so much more than just the certification in terms of the biodiversity on the property and, and some of our practices like running sheep in the vineyard in winter and all the little things that adds to the biodiversity and the health of the soil. We'd like to think that we have been very innovative in taking age-old farming practices and applying them into vineyards. I don't think we're reinventing anything that's that new in terms of farming. We're taking things that our great-grandfathers might have done um, without the use of synthetic 
chemicals to actually sustainably farm. And we kind of lost our way in a, as a farming community and in the kind of technical age of winemaking. But what is really evident is the great wines of the world are going back to age old practices that are basically biological um, farming mechanisms. I think the Hickamotham winemaking philosophy is, although cliche, it's really about showcasing this really unique and dramatic site. And it's, you can't actually change what you're given. And one of the things that you're given is, is wonderful concentration of fruit um, and beautiful tannins that have their own particular shape. They've got a plushness to them. But the elevation and that slightly cooler climate of Clarendon um, brings a perfume and a fragrance and a brightness to the wines. And so everything that we want to do is, is to showcase um, those special and unique characters. That was part one of a conversation with winemaker Peter Fraser of Higginbotham Clarendon Vineyard. In part two, Peter talks about Higginbotham wines, where they come from and how they're made. For more information about the wines and stories of this beautiful vineyard, visit higginbothamwines.com. This podcast was spoken by Andrew Kayard and Peter Fraser, sound designed by Declan Diacono from Clang Studios and produced by Christoph Priddle.